Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Blue Collar Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Splash. It is March 4th, 2021. If you hear some snoring in the background, those are my friends. My two dogs, Stella and Hank. They're back there with me. Um, thank you for joining me today. I do want to thank all my listeners at this time. I know I, I feel like I'm, I do think, but if I don't, I really do appreciate the downloads. We're moving up the charts. Before we go any further, I do ask, though, that if you've listened to this podcast, say please go leave me a review um, on whatever platform you're listening to. Share this with your blue-collar friends. I'd like this to be a cup of coffee in the morning for you, just something during your lunchtime, just you know, some motivation. We bring on some fun guests. We're going to be having some more fun guests, and I actually have a very um, – I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this announcement that we're going to be doing right now. So I originally started my podcast years ago, but it was a video podcast where I was interviewing other contractors, other people that have made tools across the nation. And I've ripped all the audio from those, from the YouTube videos, and I'm going to add them to a series called Coffee with Contractors because that was actually the original name for my podcast was Coffee with Contractors. Um. And in doing so, I'm bringing back some valuable information from some of the top leaders in the industry, um, in the paint industry. And we're gonna, you're gonna be able to listen to these on the on the go instead of having to watch the video. If you do want to watch the video, because I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, some of these videos are are, are hilarious. <clears throat> we laugh, we cry, we talk about the the experiences we went through. We talk someone admits the very first tattoo that's on, that's in a special location on their body. Um, you know, someone had Drake. Uh, this, we were in a video and somebody came and took this guy's coffee and started drinking it. I don't edit this stuff because it's fun. I want you to organically see and feel the energy that we all have as contractors, because I think you guys feel it. I know that we go through the grind every day and that grind is a grind, man. Is it hard? So we have these episodes. There's even an episode of my wife and I talking, my wife comes on and uh, sells you her business. Her, she's going to, she has a business model for all you painters. Um, and she's going to sell you on that. And we're going to share some fun times, but we're going to announce we're going to have this every Thursday. You're going to get a special episode of Coffee with Contractors on the Blue Collar Tribe podcast. Um, you can go to SplashCon YouTube and find these videos if you want to spend the time and watch and see our mugs and, and laugh. Um, we talk about dream cars. We we talk about building businesses, hiring good humans. I mean, we go on and on from from laughing to being very serious about why we do the things we do. And it's all for you, the listeners. We want to we want to help you grow. We want to explain to you why we charge for the things that we charge, why we ask for the reviews, why we give away the tools, why we're able to give away the tools, who we are, where we came from, and and to let you know that we're just like you. You know, we're we're we paint, roll, spray, lay tape the same way that you do. And I'm gonna bring that to you on these episodes. So today's episode um, <clears throat> is with Michael Crane from Crane Painting. I love this dude. He is one of the most genuine human beings I've ever met in my life. He is funny. He's down to earth. But does he know his shit? He absolutely does. So before you listen to the Coffee Contractor series, please understand this is the first year I started interviewing contractors. I was very green. I didn't know what to do. Um, I went with it. I asked questions. There was some awkward laughter, some awkward pauses in these videos. Um, this isn't easy being able to talk to people when you're recording and you're not editing it. Um, but it sure was fun. So enjoy these every Thursday. This is You're also going to be getting the regular podcast as well. And don't forget, if you want to text or leave me a voice message, if you want to come on the show, the phone number is 501-444-2583. Or if you have a contract you'd like to hear from, 
give that phone number out, 501-444-2583. I may answer it. You can leave me a text message. I may call you back if I find value in what you're bringing. And if you want to leave a message for the guest or for the show, uh, shout out to your, your Instagram name, your, your TikTok name. Do that. I'll play it live. We'll, we'll start playing those at the end. So please call that phone number. Write it down. Without further ado, here is the Coffee with Contractors. These are not in order that they were recorded. I'm just pulling some off and uh, getting them going. But enjoy. Here's me and Michael talking about cabinets. Good morning, everyone. Robbie here from Coffee with Contractors. Hope you all having a good day. I got my cup of coffee and I got one of my friends on. Michael Crane, how are you doing this morning, buddy? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'll be better once this coffee's in me. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta catch it's up. Early where I'm at, and it's really early where you're at. It's later here. Uh, I'm Central Time, luckily. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, I've been following you on social media. You do some good things. You're very knowledgeable about what you do. But uh, what is it that you do? And who are you? <laughs> All right. I'm uh, Michael Crane. I am out of Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Um, I'm the owner-operator of Crane Painting, LLC. We do interior painting and cabinet refinishing, and we've really uh, – cabinet refinishing is pretty much all we're doing lately for the last few months, and we're booked out until, I don't know, August just on cabinets. So. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah, thanks. Well, uh, let's jump into Wisconsin. I've never been there. Heard it's a beautiful place. Uh, so hopefully it's pretty nice over there. For, I like for it some, for some football games. Um, there you go. So you, uh, business owner, how long have you been doing what you're doing? Uh, painter, contractor. So probably about six and a half years, something like that, um, is when I I first picked up a paintbrush. Okay. So. Had you worked for anyone prior or no? I worked for a company. Um, you know, I did the retail thing for a really long time, and I was like, ah, I didn't know what else to do. So um, that was really boring. Um, it wasn't for me, the corporate structure. Yeah. So stopped doing that, and then I was like, well, what can I do? Um, you know, I actually took some time off, went on a mission, Came back, did some things, and uh, I was like, well, you know, I can paint. All right. And, uh, you know, I sucked, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I decided to be a painter. And uh, I worked for a contractor for pretty much a summer, something like that. Fantastic craftsman. Um, but when the time came for that last paycheck before winter, dude just up and disappeared. Oh, so wow. that was uh, that's how I got into having my own business. Uh, because I just had my last kid, and uh, I needed to pay the bills. So yeah, nice. that's how I, I don't know how I ended up here, but it's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you have a crew now, correct? Yep. How many are in your crew? I have two employees, um, Kyle and Amanda. They're both awesome uh, people. Kyle's been with me for a long time. Um, in many ways, he's much better at certain aspects of painting than I am. And then uh, Amanda's been with us for about a year, but uh, just both stellar people. Yeah. I love what you just said. Um, I think it's a hard pill to swallow for contractors, but you have to, to see the worth in your employees. And if they're better at something than you are, 
you need to acknowledge that. Do you feel that that's helped strengthen your, uh, I forgot his name, or Kyle, has it strengthened him to want to be better and continue his craft, his craftsmanship? Um, I think it, so for Kyle, it's, that's the type of person he is no matter what he does. Oh, okay. Um, and, and that's awesome, but you know, it's a, it's a good thing either way. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, that's just the type of person he is. Um, and that's, you know, really what we look for. Um, I just realistically, I got lucky with both of them and they were, uh, both artists. Hmm. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but. Well, we're in our, we're, we're in a very much artistic world. Um, and then it's, I don't know. I always say like, I'm a sprayer and it's an art form when you get in, you yep. know, when you get in spraying and, and I teach my guy, my crew that when you have that gun in your hand, you need to find your, your zone. Um, and I relate it to sports. That's just what I know. Um, I like you did corporate for a while. That suit and tie thing don't work well for me. You know, me neither. <laughs> if I can't wear a hat, um, yeah, probably not going to do the job. <laughs> so um, how did you get into cabinets? We've done a few episodes where we have cabinet people on and, and it's such a, a unique niche to get into. But what have you found? Like you said, you're mainly doing cabinets. So what have you found that's made you want to gear towards that cabinetry area? Of just doing that. So, how did I get into cabinets? Um, well, so I got into painting and I didn't know what I was doing. And when I started working for myself, it became really apparent. You know, you have the Dunning Kruger effect of you know you have your competence level is up here when you start, and then your competence is way down here. Well, mm -hmm. I figured that out really quickly because I screwed up a couple of things that were just awful. Um, so, I always just wanted to kind of go towards the harder things after I learned the basics. Mm -hmm. uh, but I knew that cabinets were not something that you, I mean, that I personally wanted to take a chance on screwing up because, you know, you screw somebody's cabinets up and, you know, you're going to have a big monetary problem. Absolutely. Um, and it's, that was not something that I wanted to start delving into without training. Um, so I turned down a whole lot of cabinet jobs until I had the opportunity to take a class. Um, uh, Henry Mendez uh, gave the class. It was, he does it all over the place. And if, uh, if you have a chance, definitely take one of his classes. They're well worth every penny. Yeah. Um, but he basically, he gave us the basics on things. Um, A to B, how to prep everything, how to spray, all those things. And then from there, what I did was, uh, you know, I tried to sell my ass off for the longest time getting that first job. Um, and, uh, you know, the first job didn't turn out perfect. But from there, we, we started doing it regularly and dialing in our process. And uh, mm. we've tested a whole lot of things uh, product-wise, process-wise. Um, I test a lot of things in my shop before I go and do anything. I'm nice. not going to take a new product and put it on somebody's cabinets. Um so, uh, we just kind of went hard into it. Yeah. Well, do you, that's the thing. Cabinets, we, we don't dab in that much anymore. I can do them. Um, it's just, I haven't 
I don't have the patience to teach my crew. It's probably really sad, but I just, you know, it's it, it, like everything you said is on point. And um, I wish I had a big shop. I've seen your videos. You have quite the shop and you do. These, it's just these a garage. <laughs> hey, shop's a shop. I have a, I have yep. a, we have a, we have a two and a half car garage. I get a half, like less than half of that two and a half. Um, but with product, cabinets, cabinet, people that do cabinets and in industrial, they seem to switch products a lot because these companies have so many different options. What right now is your go-to and why do you like it as far as your application? Or does it also vary in what type of what you're painting on, like what the surface is? It, it all depends on it. each situation is dependent on the type of uh, wood that we're working with, the color mm -hmm. that they want to go to. Uh, you know, does, do they have four children that are just, you know, there's already a million dings and nicks in their existing cabinets. Mm -hmm. uh, are they retired? You know, baby boomers, so whatever it is. There's yeah. a lot of different variables. Uh, my products that I've used and I've pretty much used them uh, specifically are like the mono component uh, polys or the pre-cats. Uh, all waterborne. Uh, the top coats are all waterborne. So, uh, Sherwin Williams Chem Aqua Plus, ML Campbell Aguilente, General Finishes Enduro Poly. Um, mm -hmm. I've pretty much stayed with those. Um, I know that everyone's gearing towards Malesi, and that's awesome. That's totally cool. Um, I have a feeling that everybody's going to be gearing towards the Renner coming out. Um, so a lot of people switch things all the time, and that's cool. Um, I found that the products that I do use, I if anything does happen, nothing's changed since I started using them as for formulation so that I can just go. And if I, you know, we do give uh, a five-year warranty with uh, one year of free touch-ups per year if they do need it. Mm -hmm. So if anything changes, I can just go in and go and touch up very easily. Yeah. Um, that, that's interesting. I don't have, I do warranties on my exterior. So I do warranty on everything. I do a year in this. We upgrade to Emerald. Then we do a five-year labor. Um, has that helped your business? Do you feel since you've implemented that in? Does it give that customer that that cushy feeling, I'll say? So, uh, it does. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing that, the reason that I do it is because, look, these people are trusting me with thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate having a customer and keeping a customer or a client, whatever you want to say. So, uh, one, what I tell them is if something happens, please just call me uh, and, and, you know, we'll take care of it. It's not a big yeah, deal. Exactly. And so what I found from that is, one, they they know they're covered um, if something ever does happen. And two is they're not going to call somebody else when they're like, oh, Michael, you know, come over here real quick. Or, yeah. And since he's here, can you take a look at, you know, the bedroom or yeah. what about, you know, doing the, the built ins now? Yeah, the so, repeat business is such a weird market that newer contractors I'm learning don't tap into that. It's all, what can I get new, 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 new? But when you start building in that repeat business, you've set a foundation for yourself because when it's, you know, like usually around August, September, we throw out a marketing campaign. Um, and I, I'm really cheesy with it, but it works. 
I, and usually it's my repeaters that do it because their friends are saying, hey, Splash is doing this. But it's basically like, hey, you know, the holidays are coming. You're having family coming in. Now's the perfect time to get that dining room done or get your cabinets painted. And immediately, usually within a week, it's these repeaters like, hey, my Aunt Sally was here. She saw these last year. She wanted to do the doom. So yep. that, that's good that you're doing that because it, it's that market is yours. You know, do you yep. um, I know a few cabinet people do this. I've seen it in one home. Do you put a stamp on your cabinets or have you heard not. of people that do that? Yeah, I've okay. seen people that do that. And that's totally cool. Yeah, um, I just I don't. Mm hmm. <clears throat> um. I love pre-cap. If I could paint cabinets and that's all I had to do is pre-cap. But since I moved to Utah, I can't. I use rud. That's my favorite. It's probably, I don't know where that is in the level of what it is. But you I say rud? Yeah. Okay. Rud. I haven't gotten, that's a, that's a, uh, <clears throat> it's over where you are. We don't, there's a lot of cool little, uh, little factories and mm -hmm. the different brands that are uh, You're in the industrial part of the cool. U.S. <laughs> you, well, you get so, a lot. There's like four paint manufacturers in the state that I know of, at least. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of cool. Do you work with them? Do you work with the with these guys? Because they know, you know, where these facilities are. Do you actually go into their shops and, and talk to them about their product if you have an issue? Or do you just mainly deal with the store you get it from? So, um, like, general finishes, I've gone in there before and talked to them because it's 15 minutes down the road from me. Um, nice. ML Campbell is you know all over the place uh the rep that i deal with is super awesome bobby um you know sherwin williams unfortunately i uh, my store here fantastic uh -huh. but getting anybody else to you know talk to is kind of like uh you know no one really has the time for it so yeah it's it I think that uh, knowing who your reps are, and you're dealing with more type of paint. I'm a sure I exclusively use Sherwin Williams. If a customer mm -hmm. wants Benjamin Moore, I will use it. I, I like Benjamin Moore. There's nothing against it. It's just I, as a person that sprays, you've got to know your product. You oh, have yeah. to know what your your PSI is. I know there's guys out there and, and there's sprayers out there that you know say your PSI doesn't matter, your tips don't matter, and your filters and stuff. And I, I. I you, I know that you're one of those guys. Like you got to be on point with it. You have to dial it in. Yeah. Everything you do. So I that do. does matter. Yeah, it is. It's important because they, these are thousands of dollars. You know, whether it's a three thousand dollar job or a twenty five thousand dollar job, you have to be on point. So absolutely. So my favorite question to ask every contractor is this, because I think it, uh, it puts. It puts people in a weird place sometimes because they don't know, but we always are doing it. But as a business owner right now, what are you working on? What is it that you see, like, whether it's the next level of what you're trying to get to or hiring employees <laughs> or insurance? What what is What area are you looking at? Like, what Michael Crane is doing, this is the next step that I'm trying to, to accomplish. So I'm currently working on um, – we're scheduled out for months um, – Crew's going to be busy for months. So I'm kind of dialing my own, you know, being in the brush back a little bit so that I can focus on the business aspects of my uh, company. Um, accounting, um, job costing, P&Ls, things like that. Uh, getting all my systems down 100% mm -hmm. so that I can replicate this at some other place. Yeah, the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah, because you know what, I I started doing this just to pay the light bill, um, yeah. and 
you know, it was just survival. And, you know, it's at a certain point, it's like, oh, I'm surviving. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I can put money in my gas tank and not check my bank account. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's uh, nice. It's a beautiful thing. But it's like, all right, well, that goal's <clears> met. <throat> now what do we do? Mm-hmm. So uh, just business practices um, because it, this was just keep moving forward. And, you know, I don't know how I ended up where I am, but it's a cool thing. But I need yeah. to make sure that I have a good foundation. Yeah. No, and that's important. And I'm glad you pinpointed that because it's it's one of my areas, you know, this year um, is, is that's an area that I'm working on, too. And it's 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 fun and hard. But, yeah, once you know the bills are being paid, you know, you're doing it right. It's can you maintain it, you know, with 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 or without a recession that may or may not come, um, you know, everyone's going to need painting done. It's just it's just. It just, it's just the way it is. And, and um, it sounds to me, based on watching your videos, your knowledge is there. Your understanding of the jobs are there. So, you know, when that, you know, if it ever does come to that, you, you'll still be afloat. And that's, um, it's hard for companies to, to, to take that breath. Because they go, you, you probably felt, well, I feel this way. And I don't know if you do. But when I started, I felt like I was going 100 miles an hour. You know, I'm in my I'm in my Audi. I don't have one yet. But I'm in my <laughs> Audi with the top down, and I'm like, yeah, this is fun. You know, make it rain. There's, you know, but then you have to literally stop and be like, okay, hold on. That was fun <laughs> for 30 seconds. <laughs> Let's yeah, get dude. back in the geoprism and do it the right way. Yeah. Living in geoprism, that was like my favorite car growing up as a kid. Gas mileage is fantastic. I, I had a manual. It was one of the best cars I've ever owned in my life. If I could find it again, I'd probably get it for my kids. I'm like, here, let's put a spoiler on it, and who knows what else. We Heck yeah. <laughs> um, what is your, what's your favorite project you've ever worked on? Is there, is there something that stands out when you think, like, that was just, whether it was hard, but you once you got it done, you're like, you know, especially with having people that are artsy. Because they're probably they're I they're keen to eye the details, probably really on point. Yeah. And I can only imagine the conversations you three have. <clears throat> uh they're much uh, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a process guy. I'm not artsy at all. I'm like, tell mm-hmm. me what you want and let me do it. Okay. Um, you know, I can talk about paint all day long, but other than that I'm kind of a introvert. Like the shirt that Jason Paris has, which is awesome. I got one myself. But <laughs> yes, so yes, my favorite project um, was one that we recently did, and uh, that was a maple kitchen over to Hale Navy. Um, just from the aesthetic look of it, it was, you know, they called me up. They're like, you know, we want to do this, and I was like, what color? And they said, we're thinking of navy. And just the way that the cabins were laid out and the kitchen itself, I was like, I'm your guy, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd call anybody else. Isn't that such a good feeling? Dude, I was like, this is, a, you know, awesome. And so that one was great. Um, we did have some issues with it. We had, like, a foot of snow. Um, <laughs> and it's like, an hour away, dude. Um, oh, wow. But we also had a – we had a – so AccuSpray had a, a gun that was, like, the gold standard gun for us, and that was the 10G. And we had it. Something happened with it um, where it just started skipping. And all of a sudden, we've got runs all over the place. 
so that sucked. Uh, but I sanded them down. Client was like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. We'll just – and I see more things than they do, but it turned mm-hmm. out really nice. We actually did just win an award for it from APC Magazine. Oh, nice. Congrats. I still got a – thanks, man. I got a post about it. Um, so we got that top job award, which is the second year in a row we've won that. So. Oh, nice. And for those that don't know, what is APG? APC Magazine. APC. Um, that's American Painting Contractor Magazine. I believe it's the oldest uh, painting publication it around. It's been like a hundred and something years or something like that. Yeah. So, and then every year they um, pick a a certain amount of you know projects to uh, win their top job award. Like cabinets, I think restoration. I think Nick Slavic has done. Yeah, Nick got one. Restoration. Yeah, he one. gets it all the time. Nick's awesome. So he just uh, he won one too. Paul Schmidt from uh, Chicago uh, mm-hmm. did a beautiful Victorian. Oh. Um, Rick Lazenby, I believe, is on the cover. He's a decorative artist down south. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of really cool projects in there. Yeah, and so. you know what I love about everyone you just named. They're doing what you and I are doing now. We're sharing our knowledge. Exactly. And, and it's it's empowering. It's so – I'm sorry, I'm getting the chills just thinking about it because this is why I created this, you know, because it's not – 10 years ago, this wouldn't have happened at all. True. You wouldn't know who Jason Paris is. You wouldn't know who um, – oh, he's I, – I call him the Moore guy, but he's up in Washington. He only Dave Rushing. Dave, Dave Rushing. <laughs> Love that man. He's a hilarious. Yep. But he is like, you know, you know when you take your kids to the water park and they have that bucket that fills up that just dumps out? When I think of Dave Rushing, that's what I think. Because if you just use this, <laughs> he gets talking to me sometimes like, whoa, whoa, hold on, slow down. That's way too much. His, the knowledge, I, I love social media and the internet because, man, it has helped me immensely improve my craft, change my business. Um, Dave Rushing, man, he has a fantastic, it's Painting America, I think it is. Yes, Painting America, yeah. He has a fantastic, like a giant bread van that's like Mm -hmm. a mobile shop, dude. And if you've, I'm sure you've seen pictures of it, but. Yes, I have. Chris It's pretty amazing. Chris and I know he has a truck like that, too. Chris. Oh, he did. I know. uh, Barry? Idaho Painter. Yeah, Okay, cool. He has something like that. And that's transitioning. A lot of guys are going to that because. If you can have a shop, a mobile shop, to do what we're doing, it makes everything, like, pristine. Yeah. So, and I, lo- I, I love it. And if you guys aren't part of APC, email them. It's really easy to do. Um, <clears throat> I, do I appreciate you sharing that. A lot of painters don't know that that's around. And it gives an opportunity to learn, you know. And, and some of us are goal-driven. You know, when you see you guys winning these things, um, we, uh, I have this house that we're doing this year that we're, we're nearing into it. Um, it's just a disaster. So many issues with the exterior trim and uh, we're droning the whole thing and, and incorporating drones into it. And it's a marketing thing for me because I'd rather, I'd rather spend four or $500 on the drone, teach my, well, I don't need to teach my kids. They're video game uh, experts. I got the same here. Yep. Yeah. So I told my son, like, hey, you're going to work this summer. He's like, well, why? I said, because I need someone to do my drone and my social media. He's like, I get Instagram. I'm like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> but as you said, like, I get you, you've sent me emails and some other people like, hey, thanks for this. And, and you and I have communicated with things that I've seen you do. Um, 
the knowledge that we're sharing is so empowering because what we we hear a lot nowadays is, oh my gosh, what's the next generation going to be like, you know, with other jobs? And Nick said it best. These millennials value their time and they really do. So let them work the hours they want to work. They're someday going to learn that a mortgage costs $3,000. Well, in some yeah. states, you know, so they're going to come to you and say, Michael, I need, I need 40 hours. Okay, cool. Yep. But they're going to be really good at their craft. So we're te- th- this teaching that we're doing is, is actually very, very useful for the next generations when, you know, we're 60 years old on a beach watching these guys from our, my, my goal is I want to own a pirate ship. I, my wife laughs at me, but like, like I just want to cool. own a pirate ship off the I'd coast like of to. South Carolina. Yeah. You'll come I'd up, like. we'll, have, we'll have a paint party. You know? I have a ridiculous goal, and that's to ride a polar bear someday. And it's the stupidest goal, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I have a 120-pound dog. I could paint him white. It's the same, yeah. I, I mean, if, you see, if you've ever seen the video of him jumping around, he kind of is like a polar bear. I'm, I'm, I'm about a buck 40, so. There, hey, there you go. Anyone have a polar out there for Michael? Please get in touch with him. It's the last thing I do, but it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you weren't painting, if, if you were just out and about in Wisconsin, what would we find you doing? Like, what do you like to do in your downtime? Because you have to get your head out of the game. I think that's important. We talked about it before. Leaving the paint world is important because you can't grow. For me, if I'm in the paint game, I get stuck. So that's um, something that has been non-existent for me for the last five years. I'm just now trying to slow myself down, take a chill pill. Um, I do I do a lot of reading. I'm a I, I'm a nerd. Um, I read every day. What was, so, you read? what was the last book you read that you would recommend? Not whether you just read, but the last one you like. I think people. That are business? Is it business related or what kind of books? Nothing. Kind no, of it's it's goofy sci-fi fantasy novels. Okay. I've read them since I was a kid. Um, it's my escape. So I can just shut my business side of my brain down. Yeah. And just you know go into a goofy world of uh, you know. Do you have a favorite them. series? So the first series that I ever read was uh, the Belgarian by David Eddings, and that is super old. It was the first book that it's like a five book series. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first one that caught me when I was like eight or nine years old. So nice. your kids read them. One of my kids does. Yeah. It's, nice. it's exciting. Cause you know, he can, he's reading the, you know, Percy Jackson or whatever it is. And so he'll yeah. get talking about Greek mythology and I'll be like, Oh yeah, now we can talk about stuff. Cool. <laughs> it's so fun as your kids get to that age. So it's a trip. For me, man. I, football, everyone knows I'm a football nerd, but like my, if I need to shut down completely, and you can laugh at it all you want because my wife makes fun of me all the time. I love wrestling. That's cool. I know it's I know it's fake. Yeah, it's okay. But I love go. I, but I watch like old school, like AWA, where the territories. If you know wrestling, like where the, like the Road Wars and Ric Flair and Sting, like Jake the Giant had an afro. <laughs> so I I I I I'm a nerd out on it. I tweet all these wrestlers like my daughter. Um, She's nine. She's the only one that likes wrestling, which is really weird. But I think it's that movement of WWE pushing women to empower themselves. And That's cool. It's fun. So I get you have to slow down, though. You really do, because like you said, 
you did this, you've been doing it for six years. You, you and I, I've, I've been doing this for full time, three years consistently. Okay. Um, and I, I think my wife came to me one day and as nice as she could, <laughs> you got to stop. I don't want to talk painting anymore. Yeah. And it was that awakening like, oh, okay. Then I just built a shop in the garage. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it works. Well, Mike, I appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to share with anybody? Where can we find you at? Where can we see the work that you're doing so uh, everyone can go and follow you? Uh, we are just Crane Painting LLC. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're on TikTok too, which is a cool, you know, new app. Um, we have cabinet uh, painting, glazing tutorials, things like that over on YouTube. Okay. Um, so we're do you we're incorporate actually, your customers with your TikTok? What do you mean? Do you tell you? So I started this last year, and mm-hmm. I've really gotten really good feedback from it from my customers. So when I get on a job site, I'll tell you know Mr. and Mrs. Um, Hernandez, hey, go to my Instagram. My use, I'm an Instagram person. Everyone knows that. Um, and I tell them, hey, go on Instagram, and throughout the day you can see videos of your house. And the feedback, and they don't, they don't fall, they don't. A lot of them don't stay and follow me. But what I've noticed sure. is, is it brings me business because they're at work. So I say, when you say TikTok, that's a right, really good point. Yeah, it's 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 a very unique marketing strategy. But but think about it. You know, the Hernandez, both the husband and wife are at their their jobs, and. They, you know, if if they can look at their phone, like, oh, crane paintings. Oh, he's doing my cabinets. Come here, Susie. Michael, come here. Look at this. And then you get like four or five people on a desk and they see this, you know, I mean, I know you do a lot of dance videos because I don't, I'm really shy. I would never dance on Instagram, but whatever you're doing. When did I dance? I don't know. No, that's a a really good point, man. And I will do that from now on. Do it because... And put it on your business cards or something. And I, I when you said TikTok, because I thought about switching over, I just have way too many apps on my phone. Oh, I hear you. And but so what, it's you can just do the same thing. So it goes to your Instagram and your Facebook. Yeah, and it all hooks exactly. together. Yep. But it's fun because obviously let's let's preface this before everyone starts doing it. Be careful with what you say and comment. Let's just. Um, Meaning, I have a house that we're doing. It's a renter, but the the homeowner's oh doing yeah. It. The, homeowner, the homeowner follows me on Instagram. He's a friend of mine, so I'll release this. Um, and their backyard was just filled with dog crap, like bad. And we had just my new sprayer, my new ladders. I didn't even and my guys and we just tracked dog crap everywhere. So I'm uh. like, hey guys, clean up your dog crap. But it's 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 a it's a different way to market your business. And you will get re- you'll get people that are DMing you like, hey, Michael, I saw this cabinet you did for the Hernandez's. Yep. Can you come give me a bid? So try it out. Let me know how it works because it's worked for I me will. for a year. Absolutely. And it's free. I know. It's a cool <laughs> thing about all the social media stuff, but I'll see what happens with it. I'm absolutely going to do that because yeah, I've had people just pull it up during work before and mm-hmm. I never even considered, you know, telling them to do it. Yeah. And, and again, I don't. If they if they stay and follow, great. They stay and follow. If not, um, and and before you do that though, I would caution everyone: ask the homeowner if you can record. I it's one of those weird things I do because I've I've actually had a homeowner say no, I don't want anyone to know where my house is, which is fine. Not that their face is being seen, but 
you know, like where we live at, we're in a community. And so if I'm like, hey, I'm at the Hernandez's house today, they may not want to, you know, and I, it's a respectful thing. So just yep. be, be respectful on that. Well, Michael, it's been a pleasure. I think we need to do a live video with you uh, teaching the spray techniques because uh, I, I want to see that blue navy that you're talking about. It's uh, it's I keep thinking what that's going to look like. I'll have to post some up. Um, we got a, we got some extra other navy product yeah. that I have, so oh, nice. we got a couple things in the shop. No, definitely do that. Last thing I want to ask you before I let you. I know you got to run with your um, business when you go do bids. Do you take samples? Cabinet people are notorious for this. Do you I take do. samples over? Yep, every time. How important is that to your growth of your business? What do you think it shows your, your homeowners? <clears throat> I don't know. I've never not taken them. I think maybe oh, okay. the first job is when I um, I didn't take them because I didn't really have any. Um, morning, Amanda. Um, so... Yeah, that first job, I have a bag that I take every time. Um, if anything, mm -hmm. I need to reduce the amount of um, samples that I take because I have like eight. And realistically, I think what people are really looking for are, you know, a couple colors. I, I do like to do a lot of the glazing effects and everything like that, too. So I always have a bunch of those samples there as well. But um, all right. Well, we'll every be job. looking we'll be looking out for the, the APC magazine. Hopefully they uh, do a good spread on you. Love to see your work. Thank you so much for your time. I'll let you know your, your crew's coming in and uh, they're ready to work. So we'll let you get to those cabinets. Thank you so much. Go follow him on uh, Instagram and uh, TikTok. Maybe he'll bust a move. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Thanks Thank for you. Having you me. have a good day. You Bye. too. Peace. Hey everyone, Splash here. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. Michael is a fabulous guy. Go follow them on Instagram. I'll have the link on the Instagram post where you can follow him at. Um, the dude knows his stuff, part of the APC program, and just kills it. Has a very, very good system in place. Um, and being a contractor, no matter what you are, whether you're a painter, a drywaller, a framer, an electrician, having a system is always the way you want to go. Again, thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please go leave me a review where you listen. I got to start letting the um, the the hosts know, the hosts our podcast, that we are being listened to. I'm not the one downloading the thousand episodes a day when we launch them that they're being listened to. But go listen to those and uh, – Leave me a message, even if it's not a five-star. Anything is better than nothing at this point. It also helps bring on sponsors, which we're going to be bringing on here pretty soon. But have a blessed day, and until next week, you've been listening to Blue Collar Tribe and the special episode of The Vault called Coffee with Contractors. <laughs>